The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. It is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn. And uh, man, you know, Delmar runs twice a year. And for some reason, I just forget Delmar runs the second time a year. So it felt imperative to, to get a Delmar show in. And whenever I handicap four the West Coast, I've also find it imperative to bring in a West Coast local uh, to, to handicap with me. Typically, it's Ryder Dave, but, you know, I like to exist as a, as a person outside of the me and Dave relationship. So I brought in another guest today, Mr. Daniel Cole Young, who was, uh, what, Daniel, you did the, uh, the live bankroll tournament show with uh, me and Dave, you know, branching out, branching out, friends of friends sort of thing. Uh, so, Daniel, how's it going, man? Good. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Uh, keep it in the D family, Ryder Dave. Dan, so you know, branching yeah. out, but not too far off the, off the letters. But yeah, it's going well. Yeah, man, we were it's we were getting ready to start, and uh, we were talking, and we we started mentioning, we started bringing up weather in Southern California racing. I was like, hold on, this is too good. I need to press record and get going. You were saying that Arthur, who is also on our our bank our uh, live bankroll tournament show, he whenever he goes to the track, I mean, and you guys go to like Santa Anita, Del Mar, Los Al, those, those tracks. He's got a set of like track picks but also like a set of you know his regular picks like i feel like those should be behind encased in glass that you have to break to get out the wet track picks because it's just so infrequent in southern california yeah it's tough i mean i i well i hit a a long shot one day at santa anita it was raining and i feel like that uh, the tomlins has made a difference there but yeah it's kind of tough if you do break the glass you've got to go to your backup you know your weather picks uh on occasion here I mean, I'm looking at the forecast, and this it's going to rain tomorrow. Saturday, maybe less so, but uh, yeah, it's kind of weird to plan for rain here. It, it, usually, just generally speaking, if it's if it's going to have weather, I usually just don't play. I just don't even right. think about it. I'll just skip it. Uh, I, but- my, my favorite thing about the weather coming in for Southern California, especially if you watch TVG, is you're so like <laughs> – they're they're so good about telling you so far advanced because they're planning for it like it's the goddamn apocalypse, it seems like. That that's absolutely true. I mean, it's a big deal. It, it becomes like storm central on every news station if it has one day of rain here. So, um, yeah, everybody freaks out. Man, I we uh, I mean, I I just I have grandpa problems. Like I get arthritis. I have arthritis really bad from some back surgery. So whenever it rains, like I I don't leave bed. So I completely respect the decision to not play uh play the horses on days where where it rains. So for I mean first time here since the thanksgiving holiday how was it? i know you went up to Nor- norcal to visit the family correct yeah it was good i so uh i'm i'm from livermore california which is right next to pleasanton which is mm-hmm. they run the fairgrounds there and so i was trying to rally my dad to go to the otb at pleasanton county fairgrounds but but no takers unfortunately so uh and then you know i had a chance to go to golden gate fields but again no takers it's a little bit chilly uh, but yeah, overall, it was good. Ate a lot. You know, we bet the races every day, six days in a row, it seemed like, uh, just yeah. online, though. So 
Yeah, I mean, I'm so I'm a big fan of Golden Gate Fields. Like I, it's my favorite kind of all weather track because it's the uh, the chopped up tires kind of kind of all weather like Turfway used to have, like Arlington had. Like it's a it's a dying breed. The uh, the playground chopped up tire surface at, at gold at a Golden Gate, and it feels like the the bias like is always the same for those types of tracks. So I miss there not being an abundance of those to choose from. Yeah, it paid, it paid well. I was looking at the, you know, the results it did, it paid out this over the Thanksgiving holiday too. Unfortunately I didn't play it, but uh, somebody, somebody made, you know, 30 K on a, on a pick five there. My, uh, my, my buddy, uh, Eric, uncle Rico, he's, um he's not a huge horse player. He's, he's much more into, you know, sports gambling, but for some reason, like he's the most on person, ever at at golden gate and so since i'm the wolf of oakland he refers to himself as the gopher of golden gate oh that's pretty good yeah so yeah man i it's too bad you couldn't rally him to go to the ot beaks for me one <laughs> of my favorite favorite things is going to a track uh or otb whenever there's absolutely like no one there when it's just like completely dead it used to be the best day of the year was super bowl sunday at, at oakland but now they've added the sports book so it's turned into like a fairly fairly big day are, are you like a are you a big crowd racing experience guy or are you someone who likes to to be like by yourself oh no I, I like the crowd and like being with friends otherwise you know it's better to win with people and i find it a lot better to lose with people so you can just complain to somebody at that very moment because nobody else wants to hear that um but yeah definitely you know i feel i like to lose with people if that makes sense well for me it's i I like going, I like doing like the by myself thing because I don't have to look uh, people in the eye in the car ride home after they've watched me uh, compulsively fiddle with my balls uh, while I'm trying to, you know, will a, a long shot home or anything. I'm a ball fiddler. I don't know. It's terrible. I'm going to go to jail one day for just for watching a race. All right. So we're going to hit a quick ad read here at the Notorious OTV. When we come back, Mr. Daniel Cole Young and I are going to talk the Delmar Saturday late pick five. It's a pretty damn good card. Glad we jumped in on this one. Just bandwagon good card, people. We'll be right back with more Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in the same game parlay? WinBet is your home with the WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today. Receive a special offer. Bet $100. Win $100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present the state where play through winbet is available. If you're somebody you know has gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's mine. I'm going to spell my name one more time. Check it. It's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S. You just lay down slow. I would, I would imagine being from like North Cal, you'd be like a, like, you know, E40 fan, like that kind of, that kind of rap or you're so, a rap fan at all. I'm more of like the East Bay punk scene, like the, Ooh, the Gilman okay. streets, the green days, the, the rancids. Those are my spots more or less. I um, mostly know rancid from their appearances on with, you know, their videos appearances on Beavis and Butthead. Uh, when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, that's, you said one name and I recognized it. So I feel a little bit, a uh, little bit qualified now, but, 
let's talk this Saturday late pick five. It starts race five, post time, 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Central, a.k.a. God's time, 2.30 local. Uh, it's three stakes, two graded. You're going to get the G3 Jimmy Durante and the grade one Hollywood Derby, which uh, I, I guess typically was at Hollywood Park, but now that's where, uh, you know, transplants who live in L.A. go to fill up a stadium and make Los Angeles Chargers fans the minority. So they've got it down at Del Mar now. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's get into it. Race five, the Stormy Liberal. Uh, this is a pretty cool little race, which is good because Stormy Liberal was a pretty cool horse. It's a $100,000 stakes race, non-graded, five furlongs on the turf. This looks wide open to me. I'd be interested to hear, uh, Daniel, where'd you go? So I, I got on, well, first of all, the, I got on the six. Um, I, this is all one word. I got to read it. What makes, not what makes my Sammy ass run. run. What makes Sammy run? I was yeah, it looks like it. it I totally, uh, totally looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, coming coming off the victory, uh, Joe Bravo on the turf, that makes sense to me. And then um, also a turn on the Jets. Just the models had a good meet so far. And then Sumter, any 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 horse that's shipping from Kentucky Downs just catches my eye. Just anywhere across the country. So um, that kind of shipper. So those those three, and then Hotbox because I like the name. And then Ricky <laughs> Gonzalez on uh, on turf sprints as well. So that that's four. But probably looking for either uh, six. 10 or seven. Those are the three. So I, I went three deep here. I, just turf sprints can go any which way just in general to me. So that's, that's where I, where I, where I ended up, man. I, I gotta say, it's like looking in a mirror. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. You named the three horses that I'm using horizontally. The oh, six, wow. seven and 10. Yeah. Uh, my, my top pick ended up being the seven turn on the jets five to one on the morning line. Uh, you know, gets Big Dick Juan up, who's winning at like 30% uh, right now at Del Mar. Uh, caught in a duel, two back, bumped at the gate last out. Uh, then three back this summer at Del Mar was a winner from off the pace against a little bit weaker. We'll have to kind of step up, you know, against the competition a little bit. But I, I do think that the the pace is there for this one to, to maybe sit back just a little bit off, not push, not get engaged in that duel. Hopefully Juan doesn't get it's half a length, a length off, length off, and he's going to have first run at, at, at some, some dying speed. And man, I completely second the Kentucky downs, uh, shipper thing. I am a dirty little pig boy for Kentucky Downs shippers. Little pig boy. <laughs> Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch, baby. Mistress gets the stand up. Dirty little pig boy for those, man. It's, uh, yeah, I, very rarely. I feel like I'm, you know, trying to come out of left field with these picks, but it looks like Daniel is in left field with me here on the 6, 7, and 10. Yeah, we're ride or die, it looks like, so. Yeah, there we it go. Happens. Yeah, man. Hey, you got to be ride or die with somebody. <laughs> race 6, one of the non-stakes races, six and a half furlongs. It's a $50,000 optional claimer on the main track. This looked like an extreme pace scenario to me, but what did you see in this race? Yeah, so I was led to uh, number five, Mr. Beams. Mr. Beams here. Uh, just the best figures over the last, I get granted not too much experience, but the best uh, buyer figures over the last race. So, and I do have his early pace as well, so early speed. Um, and then a uh, Keeneland shipper just coming off the main claimer, Army Star number six. So five, six, but I went skinny here just to hopefully get the speed through and the buyer through on number five. Yeah, I, you know, I actually decided uh, to, 
to really lean into this uh, extreme pace scenario that that I'm speaking of. I didn't take the uh, the first choice, but but I did take the the second choice. I was really interested in the two. Uh, let them do three to one on the morning line. Get the benefit of Pratt and Sadler together. Uh, adding the blinks, so I'm confident that this horse isn't going to let the race get a little too far away from him. But you know, should be sitting just a a, a great pocket trip right there on the rail behind just a wall of horses that all really want to go. And, you know, initially when I did my handicap, I, I really, this was one that I was going to toss. I, 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 you know, didn't think it was necessarily fast enough. I, I didn't like, you know, didn't think that the works were, you know, all that really spectacular coming into it. But the way that this sets up, I, I don't see a way where I can't take it. Now, I am going to get bold and uh, go ahead and, and make this one a, uh, a single. Um, yes, I'm, I'm saying I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle. Yeah. Now- so, yeah, I, I'm mingling with, with let him do. And I usually when I single, I like early speed horses just because, you know, it's just no muss, no fuss. You're not trip dependent. But the way that this sets up, it just seems like it falls right into uh, let him do's, uh, you know, lap here. Uh, so do you have any concerns with uh, with you know, the, the five running into uh, a little too hot of a pace that falls apart. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like they're all going to go. I, I do like let him do when I look at his previous, you know, he went, it looks like he went off as the favorite, the previous race. I put a lot of credence into that. What people thought about the last race, I suppose where they finish mm-hmm. because, you know, they don't always finish out um, relative to their ability. So him going off as the favorite last time, I definitely put a lot of weight in that too. You know, it, with Victor Espinoza, my Victor Espinoza angle, as someone who has also had surgery on his spine a few times, uh, I I try, you know, anytime, if I see someone who's also had a spinal injury and spinal surgeries uh, actually get out of bed to do things, I'm like, okay, this, this might be, this might be worth the, uh, the trip here because uh, I'm, I'm, if it's me, I'm not getting out of bed unless it's for a winner, you know? Absolutely. All right, man, we're we're ripping through here. Let's. This is one I think we're going to end up talking about quite a bit. It's race seven. It's our first graded stakes, first uh, first graded stakes race on the card. It's the Grade Three Jimmy Durante. It's a hundred thousand dollars on the turf, going a mile. Uh, I, I thought that you know, you know, two turn mile race on the turf. This pace should actually get fairly quick. But I mean, why am I surprised? It's it's West Coast turf racing where they just go bat out of hell straight out of the gate typically um who were who you interested in here and how'd you see this race shaping up yeah this one i had as being the toughest the the next two being the toughest uh these are my least favorite kind of races where it's like winners who have raced like two or three times um so i don't really don't know what to make of it most of the time i mean i went with sort of the obvious favorite of liguria uh you know chad brown and Pratt combination everybody's just going to be on that with me pretty much it's just completely yep. logical on paper but I, I find that sometimes these races of the lightly race stakes races the, that some golden gate shippers actually win these races uh sometimes so i'm covering uh, 11 12 4 and 9 so i went four deep here so um the mullins barn did well at santa anita on turf coming to del mar so maybe that can continue i think the other two are golden gate shippers that should try to steal one uh, because they're the, the unknowns of these kind of races. Um, that, that's where I came down on this one. Yeah, it looks like uh, the four Amy Please for uh, Leandro Mora with uh, Edwin Maldonado up. 
Uh, that that one uh, shipping in out of uh, two races out of uh, Golden Gate broke its maiden at Golden Gate two back, then uh, had a second place finish where it led pretty well into basically up until exiting the turn uh, in the uh, I can't even tell you what the abbreviation for that stakes race is, but for a uh, a non graded stakes race. Let's see, your four, and then who else did you mention? I had the nine. Um, I, I'm I'm like on the uh, all these one word horse name where they put all the letters together. So right. it is. There's got to be a term for that. The, the people that do that to pick all the, the mush words. Yeah, <laughs> horse name. Uh, they, it's like a portmanteau a little bit, but uh, <laughs> the, best, the, the best is yet to be when I read it all together. You know, my uh, fantasy football team name is Smoked Cheddar the Ass Getta, all one word. So I, I kind of, kind of, you know, feel a little bit of camaraderie with with these folks. Yeah, the best is yet to be for Phil Diamato. Uh, uh, Sorry, Umberto Raspoli up. Uh, this one coming out, uh, ran in the juvenile turf at uh, Del Mar this, uh, this summer. Uh, ran back in a $80,000 optional claimer. Uh, switches up the, the jockey to Raspoli because uh, we know, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Pratt makes the jump to uh, the uh, the Chad Brown horse. Uh, and then you kind of, I believe you mentioned the, the other two I was, I was on. But I'll go ahead and give you who my top pick was. It was the 10, Sell the Dream at 5-1. to one. I liked this horse quite a bit um for one it's coming off of dirt and has a history of firing uh you know first off of dirt um you know ran a really good race in that same juvenile turf uh that that the uh horse we just mentioned was in uh but after a bump start uh it seems to to have a little bit of patience to it a little bit of rate but it can also kind of kind of go uh goes back to abel Cedillo after uh, getting Barrios up for the for the uh, last race, uh, the Golden State Juvenile, uh, which is a, a California bred race, but uh, you know, Cedillo seems to be the 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 jock that this horse does pretty well with. Uh, Delmar, uh, one race is finished in the exacta. Uh, uh, no, the horse's only win has come and t- come off the turf, and I think he might get you know a little bit of, of a sneaky little price float here just because of the the horse coming off of the dirt. And, uh, you know, only having the one win uh, coming, uh, on, you know, on turf in a maiden special weight. However, the horse was trending up until it, it caught the, uh, you know, the seven furlong dirt uh, track last out. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, he's the most ex- one of the most experienced in this field and hitting the board every every time but one, you know, and that was on dirt. So I, I, I like where you're going. Uh, it makes sense to me in that, in that way. I like I like horses that hit the board you know um, right that, that 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 flags a lot for me the, the, so i i ended up adding the 11 liguria the the chad brown horse even though like everything every fiber of my being is a a constant uh try to beat chad toss the chad but i i feel like you're i feel like you do see a little bit of of maybe a fairer price on this. Like, I don't think that it gets hammered down just because the horse is facing winners for the first time coming off of a, uh, a win at the, at the backwaduct where, I mean, it's not like it was a, like a crazy impressive race by any means. I mean, I guess it closed into a fair, fairly, you know, well, I had the pace set up because they went 23 to the opening quarter, which I mean, aqueduct, fractions are always just really super you know super slow so maybe maybe it had it its own way a little bit but i'm also not going to let myself get beat by chad brown in the spot uh and, and then i included the 12 as a bomb the ragtime rosie uh 12 to 1 uh I, I mean if you need to be closer to the pace on this turf track not knowing how it's going to play and this one should get a pretty good wide stocking trip i thought yeah yeah uh, b- both of those make sense i mean i've 
if, when when Frey wins on turf, it'll be for for a price. So, um, you know, we're, we or I always think about covering him uh, for that for that reason. So um, definitely both of those make sense. And, and it's just tough coming from Aqueduct when I see a, a shipper from that far off a of maiden. It seems like somebody knows something that they come here to win. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely defensively covering the eleven. Yeah, it's uh, but I mean. To be fair, I just don't think that we get the we get the you know any sort of just hammered you know in the in the horizontals kind of situation. Yeah, let's hope for that. Liguria, um, man, I I ended up just going three deep, t- uh, 10, 11, 12. You were uh, four deep, I believe. What, what were you? Yeah, eleven, twelve, four, nine. So I was four deep. This is the, this is where I was the deepest. I just don't like these type of races. Like I said, a stakes race with very um, you know exper- inexperienced runners. Yeah. Daniel's on the word mush horses. <laughs> yeah. Bet. Yeah. That's gotta be a thing. If I win with a word, if I run a word mush double, I'll tweet about it and be like, you know, this is the horse that I need. It has one, you know, 13 consecutive letters. Yeah. You have, it's there. It's a, uh, it's high, uh, you know, it's high horse word value, you know, because you're getting, you're getting like six words for the price of two, uh, you know, at, I, probably actually like 10 with as many as they they tried to force in there so it's uh you know if you're into uh into word count roi daniel's got you covered i do have a name play in the last that i'll get to uh at the end but yeah there we go uh race eight the penultimate leg we're going eight furlongs on the main track forty thousand dollar optional claimer and they're uh, claiming conditions in there to n1x um I, I got bold and singled here again. I, since, you know, I bring in my West Coast experts to help me here. I, I'm waiting to hear if I'm I'm stupid or not. So Daniel's going to tell me right now who he likes. And I'm going to find out if I am indeed a fucking idiot. Yeah, I, w- I was on the chalk here. I was on Street Ruckus uh, just based off of the figures and, and Pratt as well, unfortunately. Uh, but I also do like Traeger, the five. Uh, you know, lightly raced, but they get it, like I like I said, hitting the board three out of four times, uh, been close at this level multiple times. So I like Traeger and Street Ruckus. And for a play, um, Ajoweed potentially, but I'll probably throw it out, the number three as the bomb, uh, just because it did run well <laughs> 580 days ago uh, one right. time. So that was my I... thinking. So I might be I I might be stupid because I actually I didn't use any of those horses for my single. Um, I went with the four uh, Spirit of McKenna, uh, three to one on the morning line. Uh, I, I thought that this one was the horse that would be the clear cut on the lead horse that's going to exert pressure on the rest of this field. And I'm looking back at the the running lines and I'm looking at you know August fifth at Del Mar, six and a half furlongs breaks the maiden going 22 and one and then 44 and three in the mile race. He went 22 and three and then 46 and two and barely got caught by a head. And I'm thinking if I, if I'm gaming this out, I would think that the, the instructions for, for DVD here would be okay. Don't let them breathe. Don't, don't take the breather uh, between the first and second call and try to try to slow it up. Just force the rest of this field to run and try to catch you. And if they don't go with you, then, then I think the, if no one goes with them. I think the horse gets bold. And, uh, and and steals this on the front. I, I was a little bit surprised to see it was three to one, especially coming off of, you know, a loss and an optional claimer. Uh, but, uh, you know, a huge speed figure last out on September 11th. It is off the, sh- you know, first off the shelf. So 
and not in for a tag. So a little bit, you know, concerns you, especially seeing that big speed figure that maybe this is a tune up for something down the, down the road. And I could get burned by that, but I decided to, uh, to just go ahead and, and, you know, put it all out there and try to try to single. Um, I, you know, I really just honestly thought it was like a three horse race between, uh, Traeger spirit of McKenna and the, who you mentioned, uh, street ruckus who might come from a little bit from off the pace. Uh, I mean, it does look like it gets fairly hot. Do you, well, you did say Ajweed also, so that's one that can come from behind. No consideration for say a Code Runner or uh, or Phineas in this one. Not as not as the long shots, just just Ajweed. But yeah, I think you know the Spirit of McKenna makes a lot of sense based off of the figures and and the two races that it's run have been impressive. So I could see why you, why you did that. It, it did make sense to me. So Ajweed falls into the category since we're talking horse names in depth. Is the category of uh, just weirdly spelled name that could be uh, just Irish. Like it seems like Todd Pletcher always has like horses that y- y- because they're like, you know, European sired and the names are like, you're like, okay, well this is, this is obviously an Irish horse because there's only, only in Ireland when this name actually makes sense. But uh, I'm, I'm going to lump Ajweed in there, even though it doesn't start with the M and isn't running for Todd Pletcher. I don't think. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why it's named Ajweed or Ajweed. Oh, it's kind of like um, the Steely Dan album. Asia is spelled like that a little bit, but yeah, that's what I can think of. Asia weed maybe makes sense too here. Now, you might be a East Coast punk fan. I might be a hip hop fan, or sorry, East Bay uh, punk fan. I might be a hip hop fan, but I'll tell you what: we can both agree on the fucking beautiful jazz fusion that is Steely Dan. I love yes. Steely Dan. Ryder Dave's yeah. a Steely Dan fan, also. That's, uh... <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that transcends genre. Everybody's in on that for sure. I've been I've been telling myself I need to get out and watch a race at Santa Anita. Fuck that! I need to go out <laughs> next time they're playing in LA. I need to go and see Steely Dan with you and Dave. I think. All right, here we are in the money leg, the last leg of this pick five. The the one that if we hit it, hopefully we're able to say this because it pays tons. Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> Broke ass. <laughs> That's right. That just flaunted money. Um, it's race nine, nine furlongs, the Hollywood Derby. It's a grade one, four hundred thousand dollars on the turf. Um, I don't know what you saw when you're projecting this pace, but to me, this this looks like it might be really slow, just a glacial pace here. And so it made me think that you really needed to look at a more forwardly placed horse in this race. Did you concur or did you see it shaping up a little bit different? No, I, I, I do concur. I didn't see it. I saw it pretty much like you did. Um, but again, I was sort of on the chalk with the nine with wit here based off the past performances and, you know, the company that it ran against and shipping from basically the top track shipping in. I, I thought that they knew something. So wit was going to be out front. I, I almost thought to single wit here um, and just end on that. Um, the only other play I thought maybe was handy dandy. That's a Dan adjacent horse. You know, I cover most Dan horses in horizontals. Um, Daniel's magic let me down last week. But so the Dans are due for a rebound. Handy Dan is really adjacent to a Dan horse. But um, yeah, Handy Danny won his last race. So maybe he could continue that for a a price. And then um, the five St. Anthony is a Pratt Shipper to Hector Berrios. And, And the same thing with Berrios and Fry for some of these stakes races. When they win, it's for a bomb. So if I ABC it, I'll ABC four and five um, as well in the back end of the, the horizontal. Yeah. I, I thought that you, you needed to spread out here because I, 
like I said, I, I projected this to be a pretty slow pace with the the sec the six Evan Harlan uh, out there setting it, and no one really trying to keep up uh, with with Evan Harlan or really trying to tr- trying to press it. I, and a part of me wonders if that's just because I'm so accustomed to watching New York racing where no one uh, pressures anyone uh, ever. Uh, they just kind of let the horse, you know, get smaller as it runs away from them. Uh, but I, I thought that you know I needed to be on something. F- at least forwardly placed because I didn't think think it would heat up. I ended up with the top pick of number eight at six to one war at sea. Uh, I mean, the horse ran a pretty game race in the Del Mar Derby back in September, despite stumbling out of the gate Uh, gets the new and improved turf. Mike Smith, like where? Okay. You, you live out there. You got the inside dope. What the fuck? How, when did, when did Mike Smith get good on the turf? How is this a thing now? Well, I did. I sort of have come down that he shows up. He's has a chance. Like he only wants. He only rides to win uh, nowadays. That's that's my sort of take. So he knows something. He gets the mounts that he wants, as opposed to like you know a while ago. So I definitely give you know credence to the fact that his horse is, has a chance to be alive. So uh, definitely makes sense to me. Yes. I, so what I what I ended up doing was taking just a smattering of horses that were going to be all all up towards the pace. Uh, that weren't going to be too far back with nothing to close into. Uh, so I, I had the four handy dandy. Uh, I really like the pocket trip that horse is going to get. Uh, you know, Flo, Flo Giroux, he's running at fairgrounds this time of year, uh, made the special trip for this one. And just a horse for course. It's never missed the exact at Del Mar. Like, that's that's worth noting, especially with the kind of the caliber races that the horse has been running in. And then I, I liked the six, uh, Evan Harlan. That was my top pick, of course. Or sorry, uh, six Evan Harlan, who uh, should be the early pace. My top pick was the eight uh, Wurtzy. But yeah, uh, I thought that you know I couldn't afford to leave this horse off of the ticket for the reason being that if no one presses him and he just gets bold and goes, I don't want to lose to a situation that I feel like could be absolutely obvious, and I would feel absolutely stupid for not including the horse because of it. Uh, and then the last one outside of Wurtzy was the ten uh, speaking scout. Let's see. Speaking scout, for one, you get you get Juan up, who's just on a tear right now. Uh, coming out of the Twilight Derby, where you know ran a pretty game race, has a you know good amount of stakes experience, just hasn't quite been able to to you know get over the edge quite yet. And uh, you know, Grand Motion, not sure sure how to feel, but you do have uh, a uh, you know Kentucky Down shipper here, and this this horse has just been all over the place. So Santa Anita, Hawthorne, Kentucky Downs, Laurel. Delaware, Churchill Downs, Keeneland, Gulfstream. Like that's, it's a well-traveled horse. I'm not worried about, you know, shipping from, from Santa Anita or anything. And it was a, you know, really just a, it just seemed like a spread race. Uh, Cause I'm going to go into my, my, uh, you know, Ryder Dave angle here, which is uh crazy shit happens in the last races. And, you know, in these California races. Yeah. So. They, they plan that. It's always, I mean, it, last weekend it was a bomb both days, but the end of both days. And the, the, you know, so Definitely agree with that philosophy, that that assessment that, you know, something happens at the end of the day. Let's see. Now, I'm checking to see if this is any sort of, like, guaranteed pool or anything. And don't have the info on it on it quite yet. But, uh, I mean, it didn't seem like it, – it doesn't seem like there's any real just overwhelming chalk in any of these races. Uh, you, uh, every, you don't see any, like, 
six to five, seven to five morning line horses that that you think could go off the clear winner. I, I think most of these races, I ended up taught, I didn't even end up on the favorite, which most of them were tepid five to two, three to ones. I, I think this has a pretty good chance of, of producing a pretty good return, quite honestly. I mean, if you were to ballpark this, where do you think that this would fall payout wise? So, the, I mean, it's just, it's lately, it's been, you know, the bottom end has been like a couple hundred, but then one price gets it to 1500. It jumps up like, like nothing. So I would think I would expect at least a thousand if there's a four to five to one in there in the mix. Yeah. Uh, just if it doesn't, if it stays like those five to twos, you know, 600, 700, which is, seems like the average. So you just need one really to bust it open. Um, right. On at, at Del Mar. So. And see, I, I'm looking back through through my picks, and I, I think the 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 one just big busted open horse that I had was the the twelve ragtime rose uh, in the uh, the Jimmy Durante. Who was your your big price horse that you uh, that you that you thought could bust it up? Let me see um, if if Ajo Weed comes in in the in the optional claimer, um, maybe um, or let me see, let's see or the five. In the last potential, this again, something crazy happens again. Number five being like the, my Pratt shipper angle, um, Barrios just dropping a you know twenty to one bomb in the last. Oh that's, wow, that's, so, that's that's wishful thinking, but um, I actually I capped without the uh, the morning line odds, so I just pulled up the uh, the Delmar race entries, and yeah, the I, I would say that the the five Saint Anthony uh, <laughs> yeah. at 30, 30 to one that is that is for sure bombs away, and I know you mentioned this on our our. Uh, live bankroll show that that we did um get go over your uh your your pratt angle here again because i think it's actually really fucking smart and everyone should listen to it yeah so on my sheet i have a i have a script i'm a software developer by trade somewhat um so i have a script that looks at the current jockey and the previous jockey so in addition to uh track shippers i have jockey shippers pretty much so who was the last jockey on this horse and they're they're you know tagged together so I flag any horse that was on, that Pratt was on last time, that Flavian Pratt was on last time, because I feel like he gets the best mount, so he knew something, or his agent knew something. So if he formerly was on a horse, I, I bump it up in my rating. So that happens to be Berrios taking his oh, his mount on St. Anthony in the five uh, in the last. So, um, yeah, I, if, if, if sometimes um, – and there's, there's another one earlier, too. Um, I have, like, a reverse – shipper angle where i felt like Rispoli lost um he screwed it up and so somebody else would do better on it sometimes so it's like a right. negative it's like the anti-pratt shipper sometimes so uh Man, it, there's a lot of jockey like did you screw up a good mount or not in in my in my analysis i i really like that because it's a little bit of a contrarian angle because people are going to be looking at it as a as a jockey downgrade like they're like oh well pratt jumped off of this horse so obviously you know it's it's not that great well i mean at the same time i mean he always gets the 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 very best mounts, so this horse has to be pretty good uh, if, if he was even lined up on it, unless it's you know just like a keeping up, you know keeping up a relationship sort of thing. Which uh, I I don't think that Pratt is really that type type of jockey that has to just you know take mounts from nobodies to to keep people in the good graces of his agent or anything. So yeah, I absolutely I, I love that angle. That's uh that's that's something that it, it's such the the flip side of, of conventional think that you can you can really kind of catch people with their pants down with that that sort of that sort of play uh yeah i'm i'm with i think that this probably just because of the the races that we got going the hollywood derby and the jimmy durante i I would think that this pays out 
somewhere north of a thousand, but it's somewhere south of like fifteen hundred. I, I think yeah. that's a, yeah. probably a pretty a pretty fair uh, a place for it. So let's uh, go ahead and recap our tickets. I'll go ahead and rattle mine off. It ended up being an eighteen dollar ticket for the fifty cent base. Uh, it was a uh, first race six, seven, ten. Second race singling the two. Third race ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, fourth race singling the four and spreading out in the last race going four deep with the four six eight ten so again that was an 18 dollar ticket on a 50 cent base go ahead round off yeah. what do you got Daniel? yeah so i've got six seven eight in the first the turf sprint then potentially singling the the five or the six in the second race uh went deep on the third so 11 12 four um in the eighth two two four three and potentially singling the nine wit in the last if if i'm you know, feeling aggressive, but then again, I'll look to ABC this as well. So that's probably between like, you know, 50 and $80 overall. Right. That's, that's for, for an ABC kind of play. That's really not that bad of a ticket at all. I, you know, you can, anytime that you do the, the multiple tickets while you're doing it in the more efficient way, the price can really kind of, of balloon up into like a cup, you know, end up with a couple hundred dollars for, for a sequence because you're trying to, to, you know, play so many horses. What Daniel's doing is, I mean, he's sticking with his, with his opinions. He's just really kind of stratifying what he has uh, with, with his ABC and still keeping uh, a, you know, kind of a leveraged play uh, fairly cheap. I mean, that's, that's the kind of play where you could really go hard on your all A's kind of, kind of ticket. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I basically have like, you know, three, three decent bombs, like 15 to ones that I'll just tag on to run with the A's as well. Pretty much. That'd that'd be the strategy in the end. Right. All right. So that is it for that late pick five. Uh, You got a, got anything uh, going on coming up? You headed to the track, uh, you know, going to make the trip down to Del Mar or anything? I I think I don't have, I think we'll probably run out of time. I think it ends right coming up. So probably not. Um, Santa Anita will reopen, so probably head over there. That's pretty much our home track. But yeah, you know, I'll plug my book again. It's uh, Christmas season, so if you're looking for a stocking stuffer, it is the high season. It's a uh, Kama Putra, 52 mind blowing ways to poop. It has nothing to do with horses per se, but it will amuse your friends. If you put it in your guest bathroom, um, you know, people will think very highly of you um, and get a good laugh out of it. So it's a perfect stocking stuffer. Uh, just Google it or you know, search for it on Amazon. Fairly priced, um, you know, national bestseller translated into german as well if you want the german edition you can go to amazon germany and buy it there too so uh, i I was going to make sure that you got the the translated to to german uh bit in there if you if you uh, hadn't mentioned it i you know i went to the mailbox the other day and uh there was a large manila uh package waiting for me and inside was a signed copy of the kama putra so many thanks for that that's uh i mean it's rare that i have best-selling authors sending me you know signed books uh so uh, anyone out there, if you're interested in making it on the show, you can always uh, bribe me with, uh, you know, signed wares. Uh, I, I will I'll take any free free things from people. And I know the book is hilarious because I showed it to my wife and she made a really weird face uh, whenever she saw it, uh, which means that it's usually something that I think is really funny and she she doesn't like. So, it, it you know, it's it's certified hilarious because my wife made the stank face. Yeah, it's it's it, it does wonders. A, you think it's funny. B, if you know me personally you're the kind of person who knows me who wrote it. That also was like another level. So, you know, appreciate your wife's take on it as well. Or so, something like the, was 
the torpedo, I believe, was one of them. Um, there's there's a bunch of them. Like the 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 cross legged like kind of like yoga meditation one is is that looks for one. I mean, I I mean even when I'm done pooping, I'm in there for another like 30, 45 minutes anyway. Like might as well get like a you know a nice centering medica- you know meditation in while while I'm you know feeling like a lighter soul. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, your listeners will, will need the visual so they can Google and, and see sort of what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Pick up this book. Uh, I, I also, I think I'm in a club of two. Me and Todd Shrupp are the two uh, horse racing media personalities who have signed copies of the Kama Putra, um, which is not bad to be in a club with Shrupp, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much to Mr. Daniel Cole Young for joining us. Check out his book, The Kama Putra. Like you said, that is a great, actually, you know what? You know, my, my family would love the Kama Putra. I, to, I'm going to put this in context. Uh, whenever my, whenever Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, whenever that episode came out in South Park, my dad, uh, the night, <laughs> Christmas Eve, late that night, snuck down to the kitchen and um, crafted just the most authentic looking piece of shit out of a piece of fudge that you would ever see in your life and put it in my sister's stocking and literally no one wanted to touch it because it was so like real looking that i was like i don't know if he really shit in a bag or or not so i i know that my family would dig the kama putra that's a, that sounds like a core memory for for your family in the end yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah right in our wheelhouse <laughs> all right we'll catch you next time on the notorious otb brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network we're gonna be talking to jess paquette who is uh, one of the very few, I might be the only uh, female uh, race uh, announcer in the country who's doing her thing at parks. So that's going to be something to look forward to. That'll be Monday. That's it for us this week. We will catch you next week. Have a good one.